Well, hello, welcome. Thank you for downloading this uh, special edition of Parks and Conversation. We are going outside of episode order because uh, as we are publishing this, um, the COVID-19 pandemic is all over the world and the cast of Parks and Rec led by Mike Schur have created a special edition of their show, a one-time only special is a fundraiser, all this stuff. Um, and so we're going to talk about it. And if you are already subscribed to our podcast, you know that we had the first episode. Uh, it's live right now. And now it's time for the last episode. So it's like a sandwich where we have both pieces of bread coming out of the bag. And then we're going to put all the fixings in, in it later. That's how this podcast is going down. So do you, do uh, my, make, my name is you, Jason, and that voice you hear is Jeremy. Yeah, I'm Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. So what were we going to say? I was just going to ask, do you use the, the ends of the bread in your sandwiches? I do. You I do? do, yeah. I, I think those are the best pieces for toast. Why? They just are. Um, I think they, because they have reinforcement on the back, they can... Uh, handle a a strong butter load, uh-huh. yeah, uh, or a jam, if you will. Uh, some there's just more density to the bread, uh, so you can put more on it, which is the most important part of toast. Yeah, it's like the anti-soggy slice. Yeah, it also works well for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because then it it doesn't get all smashed up with the jelly. So, but you have to go with both of the ends. So you have to like plan for it. I don't know. The peanut butter kind of adds that that barrier, you know, on the regular slice. So, well, do you put? Uh, okay, I I mean, we've been friends for like what the over ten years. Wow. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna ask you a question that I've, uh-huh. I've I I never thought I'd have to ask. Um, do you put peanut butter on both sides of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I mean, if there's nothing else going, I mean, you're not just gonna have like a a peanut butter and nothing sandwich. You well, at least no, have a. You have a peanut you butter, peanut peanut butter, butter and jelly. Of, yes. One one side peanut butter. Uh-huh. Other side also peanut butter and then jelly on top of that or do you just one side peanut butter, one side jelly? Oh no. Peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other. But if there's no okay. jelly, if the jelly's gone, I'll put peanut butter on one side and then peanut butter on the other side. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So then it's I would, a peanut I would butter never, sandwich. Yeah, I would never put peanut butter on one side and nothing on the other. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You know what is really good? What? Um, <laughs> so my dad, he has all kinds of great um, concoctions. And he's he was a sandwich artist before Subway came along and uh, co-opted that term. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would make a peanut butter butter sandwich. Oh, yeah. That's classic. <laughs> Absolutely. So good. Yeah. Uh, also, peanut butter and honey. Big win yep. in in the Duman House. Bananas, so. bananas, good in that one as well. Banana yes. slices. Yeah. Do you think there are torture, tortured uh, sandwich artists? Like, there's there's just tortured artists out there in general. But like, do you think there's tortured sandwich artists? Well, I did go to a subway one time, and the person didn't have an ear. So <laughs> he's the Van Gogh of Subway. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. There's another guy who said it's going to take as long as it's going to take. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, it, you know, like the Sistine Chapel. Oh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't rush perfection. And then another same guy, another time I went, he was like, you see a lot of people, they just see a loaf of bread. 
Mm-hmm. I see what is in the loaf of bread and I remove all of the things that are not the sandwich that you want. The I'm Michelangelo like, wow, of sandwich making. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is my favorite podcast about sandwiches. You know, I, I have thoughts on sandwiches. Mm-hmm. The bon me. Mm, so good. <laughs> Anyway, this podcast is not necessarily about sandwiches, Mm-mm. but maybe someday in the future, after all of the Corona situation has been alleviated or people are just like, you know, trying to figure out what are we going to eat ever? They'll remember sandwiches mm-hmm. and they'll remember how good parks and recreation was. I bet you there's just a lot of crazy sandwiches out there right now that people are making, you know, as, as their as their pantries are dwindling down. They're just throwing anything between two slices of bread <laughs> at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, I will tell you this. I had some interesting ideas today. Like, I would this make a good sandwich? Because I had a, I, I grilled steak last night. Mm-hmm. And so I had a leftover steak. And I was like, for breakfast time, I was like, oh, I've never had steak and eggs. I'm going to make steak and eggs. And then as I'm slicing up the steak... And I like, I heated it up in the skillet and stuff. And then I th- it was like, you know what? I bet this would make a really good breakfast sandwich. If I sliced it up real thin and then put eggs in there, mm-hmm. with bacon and cheese, um, because you know, health and, uh, I didn't do it, but I, I, I did think about it. And then also, uh, what if I threw some, what if I did like a steak sandwich with chicken salad? Also, would that be good? There's no way to know until you try. At least it's good to have something to look forward to. Yeah. Question. Uh, another question for you. Yeah. I don't know if I've asked you this again in our, in our decade long friendship. Uh, would you consider a hot dog, a sandwich? That's here's the thing about that question is that it's extremely personal. And I think answering it on the internet is just too, it's too raw, you know, uh, you know, do you, you know, yeah, let me, let me, let me throw that right back at you. How do you, how do you like it? That's hmm? fine. I do think it's a sandwich. I think it, cause like if a Euro would a Euro be a sandwich, it's a wrap. Is it? What is a sandwich? It's, you know, that's the thing. It's, it's a construct really. It's just exactly whatever we want it. Sandwiches are a spectrum. Yeah. Whatever we want them to be really. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. We are currently seven minutes into this podcast about parks and recreation, and we have spent most of the time talking about sandwiches and stuff. Uh, I did just see a sweet hawk outside my window in my office. Oh, you want to talk about birds now? No, I, I, I live next to like a bird sanctuary. Okay. Uh, an aviary isn't that wouldn't that be closed in yeah there's open air air aviaries okay so that's just outside yeah Uh, so i live next to a bird sanctuary or an open air aviary Mm -hmm. um which is a great band name (laughs) uh and uh there's a hawk and that has a nest in one of these trees out here and all the crows are always like harassing the hawk so which is another great band name harass or an album the next album from Open Air Aviary, Harassing the Hawk. Ah! And then like Eagle Cry and yeah. Featuring the smash hit, Where Are All the Bunnies? Oh yeah. You know what? That's a good point. I have not seen bunnies as much lately. There you go. So uh, Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. 
special episode last night. And uh, as we are recording this, it is May 1st. So this aired April 30th. And you just finished watching it. I watched it last night. I have not had a chance to do a rewatch. But the basic premise of this episode is Leslie is just trying to make sure that all the people, all her, all her friends from the Parks and Rec department, they're doing okay in this, you know, quarantine time. And so, uh, so they have the Grizzle phone, which I loved that they brought Grizzle in. That was great. This whole thing. Uh, and started doing Zoom calls, basically, but over Grizzle. Grizzloom. Um, yeah, that's the basic premise, right? Yeah. Am I, am I missing anything? No. Okay, good. So um, so she starts with Ron, who uh, is, you know, Ronning well, we gotta, it up. We got to do our cold open with Bobby. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that was so good. Yeah, Paul Rudd as Bobby Newport. And if you have not watched any of Parks and Rec, you're waiting at week to week for our podcast to help you see uh, how great Parks and Rec is, then I would just advise you to uh, wait, stop this podcast right now and then watch the rest of Parks and Rec and then come back. And you're back. And so Bobby Newport, think? yeah, get, let us know in the comments, what did you think about all of Parks and Rec? Um Bobby Newport is running against Leslie uh, in, is it season four? I think it's season four for city council mm-hmm. played by Paul Rudd, American sweetheart, Paul Rudd, ageless vampire, Paul Rudd. And, uh, and he is in Switzerland and he is reading um, a note about how he hopes that everybody's doing well, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and he misspells everything, and he has no idea what's going on. At the, I love the end. It's like, I haven't watched the news for a while. What's going on? <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. So, yeah. So Bobby Newport, he's he's wearing a Nope 2012 campaign fleece, which is great. He's wearing the fleece of his opponent, um, which is what Jason and the Argonauts were trying to do. It's a yeah. golden Whoa. fleece. That's joke. a deep cut, deep, deep <laughs> yeah. cut right there. Wow. <laughs> Didn't see that yeah, coming. I am just I'm on the top of my game on Greek mythology and demigods. So, all right. So that's anything else from the cold open that needs to be noted. Uh, no, it was funny. I thought that was very funny. I, I would say, OK, so they did the Zoom calls and all that stuff. The other side of this is the advertisements for local businesses. Yeah, so, except for except for that one. There was one in there I didn't get. There's like an insurance one. I didn't recognize any of the people. That was an actual insurance ad. Oh. <laughs> was it like State Farm? Yeah. Yeah, that was an actual ad where they were all calling from home. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. This episode brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm leaves you alone sometimes. So Yeah, it wasn't funny. No, it wasn't. It was like, hey, we're here for you. It was like, come on, make us laugh, State Farm. Tell us a no. funny story. You know, farmers, they've got those funny situations. Tell us one of those, State Farm. Read the room, State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why can't an insurance company be more adroit? Um, okay, so the other, so these ads, we have an ad for Dennis Feinstein, uh, his cologne called Miracle Cure. 
and he knows it works because it kills every animal that it was tested on. And what is a virus except a tiny animal you can't see that lives inside of you? Boom. I loved that. Yeah, that was great. It kills every living thing that it touches. So it's like, yes, why would you want to put it on? Well, because it's a miracle cure. But it's also going to kill you. Probably. There's only one way to know. Drink bleach. Uh, Please don't do that. Can you get the light inside of you? You just chase it with bleach. You just, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The world we live in. It's so great. So many fun, terrifying things. Um, So, so there we've got Dennis Feinstein. We've got jam orthodontia where he will, he will mail you all the stuff and walk you through it over a zoom call on how to do your own dental work. And if you mess it up, that's on you. Um, so brace yourself. Yeah. Uh, I did love that. I also loved that Jeremy jam was wearing a like silky bathrobe and gave himself a quarantine cut. So he had like this sweet Mohawk, um, my family, as we were watching this, they were like, that can't be real. But it is. That is John Glazer's actual hair. It grows straight up and straight out. And so, yeah, I thought that was fantastic. And John Ralphio's commercial. That was, my, fav- f- that was my favorite one. Really? Yeah. That was my least favorite one because uh, I was like, that was actually a plot of a whole plot for his uh, character. Like you're just rehashing the same joke. Because he got hit by a Lexus before, but this time he got hit by a Porsche and he didn't have anything to do. So he just bought ad time with all the money. So what ad did uh, he do the first time? He didn't do an ad, but it was the same thing happened to him. Well, yeah, but that's how he gets money. I just thought the concept of him using the money to put his own phone number on the air because he's so lonely. It was was great. And also I tried to call it and it didn't work. There's too many digits. Yeah, I. uh I I thought for a second, oh, should call this number. And then I looked at it closely like that's not an, that's too much. That won't work. Cuz like with TV shows, if they say an actual website, the show has to buy the website so that the production company isn't liable later if somebody goes and buys like grizzle.com and they like turn it into a some, sandwich some, re- sandwich review site. Yeah, or some kind of illicit material that is not there, appropriate. There's illicit sandwiches. I don't want to hear about your illicit sandwiches. Well, well you're lost. Potatoes. Um yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. The John Ralphio commercial. Yeah. What was your favorite one? Um my my favorite, I think, was the uh, I really enjoyed the the jam orthodontia. So it looked like he was at the end of his rope. And Jeremy Jam is a character we'll meet way down the road as we walk through this rewatch. But he is always like trying to hold it together. But I think Jeremy Jam is just right at the edge always of completely falling apart. And this uh, that that commercial was like, yep, this is where I would think Jeremy would be right there in a meltdown. So, and I thought it was funny that he's like, if you do it, you're, I'll walk you through it. And if you mess it up, that's on you. <laughs> that, that was really funny. You can jam yourself. <laughs> yeah. You can jam yourself. Oh, Jeremy, 
So good. Um, all right. So those are the ads. And then the actual calls uh, starts with um, April or not April, Leslie to Ron. Ron is supposed to call Gary, who is also known as Jerry. And he, uh, and he Larry. refuses. Yeah. And Larry and Terry he refuses. And then uh, they instead he calls Aunt April and Andy. Well, well, well hold on. Hold on. We gotta I'm go just back. trying to get build the phone tree. No, I know, but it starts with Ben and Leslie. And the reason why I, we have oh, to go yeah, back yeah, to that yeah. is because Ben is working on a project. Right. Tell us about the project. Well, his claymation version of Cones of Dunshire. Yes. Which did did you by any chance write down the titles? I I didn't. But, oh, they're so good. Yeah, I, I should have written them down. And one of them was, you know, and obviously that was that was my favorite part. Um, <laughs> sh- should have written it down because it'd be funny to say it at this moment. Um, yeah, nah, what are you going to do? Yeah, the Ledgerman, you know, it was great. So and uh, he's wearing his letters to Cleo shirt, which is another right. nice callback to his depression. Um, right. So Leslie is the thread through this whole entire thing is, you know, the mental health. So Leslie's instantly worried for her husband. Um, I did like it felt, you know, they they came up with the reason why everyone was separated, which I thought was, you know, it's like we knew, you know, suspension of belief. We know that these are actors and they can't be in the same, you know, obviously the same set. but. I thought they Except did. Except, well, for Ron, Ron and Tammy. And Tammy. Yeah. So, and we can get to that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, phone tree. I, I, so then, yeah, so, like, goes Ron. And Ron is. She says, "Are you practicing social distancing?" And he says, "Please, I've been practicing social distancing since I was four years old." And they're like, "All right, that's pretty." Ron swans me. It's pretty good. Um, and then he's like, "All right, you got to call Gary." He's like, "I'm not going to do that." So he calls, and April and Andy. And their, their conceit for their being separated, even though they're married, is that uh, Andy has locked himself in the shed. And so he he can't get out. And he's been in there for a couple of days and he's hungry. Um, and now, did you did you notice as these people popped up that they had grizzle points? No. Oh, OK. So if, if you watch it again, so everyone's like. Uh, their their account has grizzle points. I I don't know what they're for, but it kind of reflected the characters as well. So um, Leslie had twenty four thousand grizzle points, kind of setting the stage for that. And they didn't really have Ben's at first. Uh, Ron his his number was unknown and unknown grizzle points. Caller ID blocked. Unknown grizzle points. Um, I did like the caller ID blocked. <laughs> yeah. I did notice that. And then April April had. 200 as her her screen name is satan's niece and she had 269,875 grizzle points and then andy comes up and he has 3.3 million grizzle points now i don't know what they are but that just makes sense to me because andy is probably on his phone playing some form of grizzle candy crush the entire time racking up those points yeah that that would be consistent yeah uh so Again, Ron's checking in on April and Andy. And then he's like, all right, you got to call next. And he's supposed to call. He's like, you got to call Gary. And they're like, we're not going to do that. So instead, do they call Tom and Donna? Or they, do they just, right? Anna, they call Tom Anna, and, Anna and Chris. They call Anna and Chris. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Anna, uh, Anna has 6,500 points. And uh, Chris has 11,000 points. Oh, wow. You really tracked this grizzle points I, thing. I wanted to know who won 
and if they changed over the course of the the episode. Oh, smart, smart, yeah. smart, smart. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, Anne and Chris are separated because Anne is serving is volunteering in the ER mm-hmm. as a nurse, and Chris is with their kids on the other side of the house. So they're trying to make maintain social distancing at home. So building that that plausibility of uh, of their why they can't be in the same room, which is again like that was smart. Um, it wasn't super necessary to have Anne and Chris. I don't think they really added too much, um, really, other than just getting the band back together. Right. Uh, so then they call Tom and Donna, right? Who calls uh, Tom no. and Donna? Yeah, it, that, that's coming up. So it, it goes, um, Leslie, Leslie shows up in that call with the two of them. And then Ann and Ann and Leslie call talk uh, for a little bit uh, about how Chris is working out and they used to have a stair stepper, but now it's just a sloped ramp. Um, And then Tom joins (laughs) in and uh, he's supposed to be in Bali because of his book tour. Um, And then then he has some business ideas. Um, He has his double breasted pajamas and uh, yeah. And his protective mask with other people's teeth, (laughs) tiny iPads for each of your fingers, (laughs) toilet paper lasagna. That's uh, so gross. <laughs> so, and then, then um, Leslie bounces and and uh, Donna comes in, right? And her, so so Tom had sixty five thousand eight hundred seventy six points, and then when Donna comes on, her her account says elite grizzle gold status. So like she doesn't have Ooh. points. Like she is beyond points. Yeah, she Donna Donna won, of course. Yeah, as we'll find out, that's that's definitely her character. Yeah. And I, I liked Donna, um, like what she had to say about her, uh, her husband, Joe, he's a teacher. He's like, have you ever tried to teach children anything? Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> they, he's crying like all the time. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so I, I appreciated that as all the, all of the families with children at home are trying to teach their kids, but then also all these teachers trying to figure out how to move education forward while schools are closed. Um, I thought that was nice. Like, thank you for recognizing that this is hard. And um, while it's a joke, it is still just like, this is, this is not easy for anybody. So. um, Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. To teach your kids stuff. Yeah. That's what homeschool's for. And this is, this is now, this isn't a homeschool. That's what I, I didn't pay my taxes to have my kids at home. Right. Yeah. Right. So can I get, do we get refunds for this or is that what the money was for? I don't know. I, I'm I think confused. that $1,200 is what this is for. Oh yeah. Teachers don't make pay. a lot. <laughs> no, it's $1,200 per family though in that class. So that's for one, uh, one month, uh, times 30. I mean, that's a, that's maybe that's what parent teachers should be paid. Um, a lot of money cause it's hard. So, um, it okay. It is hard. Uh, so this is Donna and Tom is Anne still around at this point. No, she's, she left. She left. She left. And this is where Tom's like, uh, tells Donna, you gotta, you gotta call Jerry. And she's like, all right. And and Tom's like, Hey, hold on. I got an idea. And he tricks Leslie into joining the conversation with Donna and Jerry. Yes, that's it. 
Mayor Gergich with with negative 2,287 points. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's so funny. Yeah. Wow. You tracked this. Uh, (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. So Mayor Gergich is uh, in his office trying to, you know, be a good mayor. Uh, But he also turns on the, the random filter feature on his grizzle phone. Uh, and so he has, uh, he's a dog. He at one point is the poop emoji, uh, and he's getting sad and the sadder he gets, the stinkier the poop looks, um, which I thought was very funny Yeah. and on brand with Jerry being, um, you know, the guy who can't figure things out and yet is the most beloved mayor in the history of Pawnee. Even though he had to cancel the popsicle lick and pass contest. <laughs> Yes, that was that was very funny. <laughs> Why did we ever start that? <laughs> oh, yeah. There there were a lot of good jokes yeah. in this episode. So and then and then we cut to home with Joan. Yeah, because they're trying to get the word out on all of the different media outlets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, all of them being home with Joan where Joan Calamezzo is going absolutely insane. Yes. And she has is putting together a show for her dolls um, and is drinking quite a bit. And it's just not a good scene for Joan. Um, she doesn't have, she has her own segment called Joan on Joan for Joan. Oh, <laughs> uh, which again, the way that Joan ends up in the show, like this is, perfectly on brand yeah like this is the exact trajectory that joan was heading for with or without the covid19 crisis she would have been doing this uh because she is crazy absolutely and yeah so that was great and then uh after the joan segment and that's ben and leslie talking to joan Mm -hmm. and so then they connect with have you heard with purd um is it have you heard or just you heard you heard with Purd. You heard with Purd. I'm Purd happily. And uh, and so Ben and Leslie are talking to Purd, who is, you know, the newsman of the town. And the kids, uh, as they have not met Purd happily yet in our watch through. Yeah. And so they they have no idea. Like, as this is happening, it's like, he just keeps saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly Purd's character. He says nothing. And so... Yeah, the first um, question I want to ask you is in the form of a query. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I love Bird so much. He's, he's uh, the, I don't know who writes the lines for Bird, but it, it's I. Yeah, it's so he's so great. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, yeah, so they're trying to get the word out. Hey, take care of yourself. Don't uh, you know? Talk to people. Be in community. Don't go nuts. Like take care of your mental health. Yeah. Um, Don't donate time. If you have it, um, donate some skills. Right. So again, this is all good. I mean, they're wrapping up this, this PSA in a, you know, a comedy show. Um, and so like everything they're saying is like, this is what people actually need to hear. Like, don't, don't try to just be alone in all of this. Right. Um, and so that was good. Uh, and yeah, that was, I thought that was funny. And then it cuts again to Ron and Leslie, right? I don't want to jump too far, but, um, yeah, we got Jeremy Jam, um, John Ralphio, the commercials. and yeah. then we're back to Purd, who brings in a PSA for Johnny Karate. 
Yes. Okay. That, and that so kid. Johnny Karate is talking about washing your hands, and he's like, "Yes, you got to wash your hands." And you're maybe you're thinking, "I'm 38 years old. I've never washed my hands." <laughs> yeah. And, he, <laughs> and he's telling the kids, "Kids, just I know you miss school. Uh, your parents are trying as hard as they can, but you got to realize they are dumb." <laughs> yes. And I, I do, I feel that at times trying to help my kids with schoolwork. It's like, I, this is not how I learned to do this. And my kids are teaching me stuff. I was like, oh, this, this, this could be helpful in the future of my life. So yeah, we, we can all learn something right now. Yeah. My son is learning how to figure out like transverse angles with parallel lines. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. That's hard. Yeah. And I have no idea how to help. Like this, as I told him, like you have now gone beyond what I can do for you. It's all, so. it's, it's actually pretty, the, the way, it, the way it's explained to me is first you buy a pool table and then, okay. then it all makes sense. Cause oh, it's okay. just all, it's all angles. Yeah. Okay. So Thank just you. go by, yeah, go by a pool table and you'll be yeah. a geometry genius. I didn't, I didn't realize how easy it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, my, my dogs are barking. I don't know why. Um, For, um Johnny says, uh, you can't. You know, and then we'll, together we can karate chop the virus. And there's a little, there's a little uh, note yeah. at the bottom that says, uh, just, you know, the virus cannot be karate chopped. Right. So they are trying to be <laughs> responsible with their news, you know? Yeah. The virus cannot be karate chopped. And he uh, says, he says <laughs> go, go ahead. Well, go ahead. that just reminds me of the people who are bringing their guns to these, like, we need to go back to work protests. Yeah. It's like, wh what are you going to shoot? The virus. <laughs> The virus like i don't understand yeah anyway the world yeah so then then uh johnny says it you know it'll go away someday it might not be today or tomorrow or next week or next month or 100 years or a thousand years or it might not ever go away but it will go away someday <laughs> and then he pulls his butt so right he does a kick and pulls his butt and the camera doesn't go away yeah yeah so. there's that weird insurance commercial and then we come back with <laughs> leslie uh, Leslie and Ron. Okay. And Ron is back in the, in his cabin and he realizes that uh, somebody had broken in. Uh, and it, it is his ex-wife, Tammy, who Nick Offerman is actually married to Megan Mullally who plays Tammy. And so that's why they can be together in the same space. Um, and so I was it's like, good oh, thing, it's a good thing that they thought to get married for this joke. Yeah. Yeah, good job, guys. Way to plan ahead. You know, like many years went into this joke. Um, Tammy is crazy, uh, and we don't have to get into Tammy's crazy right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so they tie her up, and he eventually will release her into the wild uh, to cover it in like bacon grease or something and let the wolves eat her. And she, yeah, so um, yeah, anything? What else? What What's next? Um, it's and, more fresh for you and i'm spacing on what's after that <laughs> that's all right uh and then ron ron calls uh april well no um because leslie and ron were talking and then at the end of that leslie says man i'm just going crazy i can't talk to everybody and so ron's like um you know she goes away and ron instantly calls april who for some reason is just like playing drums and, right. and she's like i got an idea and then it says an hour later and then uh ben calls leslie to set up a big thing. And then one thing. Yeah. Which is everybody on one call mm -hmm. together and they sing uh bye bye Lil Sebastian. 
Arguably which, one of the greatest songs of all time. Oh yeah, for sure. It is it is a great song. And again, my kids, they don't know about Lil Sebastian yet. And so they didn't know, like, why is he singing about a horse? Up in horsey heaven? There is a cloud. What is he talking about? Uh and, and so I had to tell them it's a it's a tiny horse that the city of Pawnee is infatuated with. They uh, were, and he died. They were Ben. Yeah, they were like, I don't get this. They're like, oh, like what? it's it's a whole thing. Yeah. So, and Ben still doesn't really get it. No, but he goes along. He goes along to get along. And uh, yeah, so everybody's singing. There's extra verses that are have never. I don't know if they've ever been released before. Um, but the thing that we are sad the most is that a human can't ride a ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one line in a verse uh, that made me laugh so hard. So, uh, yeah, so they sing and that just warms Leslie's heart. She's so happy to have all her friends in one digital space. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. They cleared their schedule. You know, they, they, they came together. They knew somebody needed help and all you got to do is ask. I think that was the takeaway, you know, so. Yeah. So have have friends, just have friends, you know, it's easy. It's easy. Have friends. Enjoy your job. And if you don't, if you don't have friends, just listen to this podcast more and we'll say, good job. You just keep going. You can do it. You got it, bro. Keep, keep listening to this. Don't quit. Don't stop. It'll, it'll be, it'll be over someday. This podcast. I don't, something, (laughs) everything. I don't know. Oh, just went dark again. Maybe don't listen to us. I don't know. We are not mental health professionals. I think we can all agree on that. That's true. But we are nice. Yeah. And we're people (laughs) who, who understand technology enough to be able to shout into the internet, uh, with our thoughts about things. So what were, what were your thoughts about this episode? Personally, um, I had real low expectations Mm -hmm. because I knew that, you know, they didn't have a ton of time to, Put it all together so it exceeded my expectations because they were so low but it did feel like a hug from my friends like i love this town i love the people of pawnee and um you know like as i was talking with my wife after i was like i am glad that it was the parks and rec people that did this and not like the people from the office because like, mm. I don't want to hear from Andy, Andy Bernard. Right. I don't want to hear from Stanley. Like Stanley's fine. Andy's fine. But I don't I don't care about them the way I care about the people of Pawnee because they're like real people who True, but actually now, have a life outside of their jobs. Yeah, but now that you bring that up, I I do kind of want to know what Creed's been up to during all this. Yeah, well, Creed is his own <laughs> Yeah. Just a show on Creed is the spinoff that we've all been waiting for. Turns out Creed was patient zero. I would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. But a Creed Bratton show. I would be down with at least one season of that. I'd watch a 10 episode season. Like, how did Creed get to be Creed? And it, it would be fantastic if he it was, you know, his whole life. But it was always played by Creed. So as like a 13 year old, like in high school or middle school, like 
it's still Creed in the middle school with all the middle schoolers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of having a younger actor portray young Creed, it's like, no, right. it's just Creed. I think that would be a fantastic show. Especially if it was like a, a documentary about Creed. And then all the, yeah, because then it would work if all the reenactments, but it was it was Creed reenacting his own life. Yes. But in all the different oh stages. Gosh. I'm in. That would I'm, be that would be awesome. And if they were to uh make it like an unsolved mysteries kind of thing. <laughs> so good. The reenactments are supposed to be really bad. Right. And um and e- even the people who are in the office are reenacting with Creed, but they're played by different people. Perfect. Like that are complete. Like the guy who played Asian Jim is the ag- guy who actually plays Jim in any reenactment with Jim. Like that would be fantastic. How do we make this happen? <laughs> I don't know. Hold up. Wait, hold on. Let's try, let's try this. Let's try this. Hey, right. hey, Mike and Greg, can you make this? Huh? Now we'll I see. Would, we'll see. I would commit to watching it. Okay. I'm not a Nielsen oh. family. I'm, t- I'm I'm doing a pitch to Mike and Greg. I'm we're not a Nielsen family, but I would still commit to watching this. Nice. Yeah. I think that helped. Well, what did you think about this episode of Parks and Rec? <laughs> I I thought it, I thought it was fine. Um it was it was uh I should have started. You could have ended on the upbeat. I I'm just so like Saturday night live. I I agree with you. It was better than I thought because the whole um just trying to get, you know, how does COVID, how does being a part work into this whole thing um, and then try to bring it together when we all know they're separated? Uh, so the, like the first episode of, I know I'm, I'm switching here, here, but Saturday Night Live, the first one was was funny, a little rough. The second one was a lot better. And I think the production and the way they did this, the Parks and Rec has been the best version of any of these things I've seen so far. So abs- yeah, it's it's the best of this COVID genre, um, but I, I'm ready for, you know, I don't know, people to be together and to be able to kind of play off of each other live and, and those kinds of things. But I, it's better than nothing. I'm not a total curmudgeon. You know, I uh, I like that they did kind of do some of the the all the the little in jokes um, because it does it it feels comforting to go back and and see those things and be reminded of all the the funny little bits. Uh, even if you've you've never you know for the fans that have watched all of it, but if you hadn't, you know, it was still so some really funny jokes so yeah that's what i thought well good yeah all right um my wife when it was first announced uh i was like oh they're probably going to do like a zoom call situation like snl did she's like why do you have to tell me everything that's going to happen why can't i just enjoy it <laughs> i was like <laughs> well how else are they going to do it <laughs> so um yeah but you know, I appreciate that they did this. I don't know how they raised money, really, other than asking people. They threw the phone number on there to these different organizations to so people could raise money for that. Um, but you know, I appreciate that they did this. Yeah. These people are all you know way more famous now than when they started Parks and Rec. Sure. And um, you know, everybody is in Hollywood is not working. They're not making stuff. So. Like it was one of those weird things where it's like, hey, all of our schedules are actually wide open. Right. And this didn't look like it really took a lot of time to you, like film. Yeah. Do you think that there will be more? Your phone. Yeah. Do you think there'll be more of this like kind of I don't know about big actors, but do you think coming out of this when things kind of do get back to, you know, air quotes normal um, that people will still kind of produce things along these lines just because now we see that, oh, we, we can do this. Or do you think it'll just kind of fade away? Uh, I think there will be more, 
but I do think the novelty of it will wear off. Yeah. But with like SNL, like what they're doing with SNL, I think is brilliant and way better than what most people on YouTube are doing. We're trying right. to do the same thing. Um, and so I do think there is more room on a sketch comedy show like that to, uh, to try these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, even like, uh, Pete Davidson's songs on the SNL, they're actually really good. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I really actually enjoy this. And, uh, you know, those have been probably one of the standout things that they've done. And he's doing all of that from home with his mom as his director, you know, it's like, <laughs> right. it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I do think that people are going to get creative. They're going to try different things. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're going to see a, I don't even know what other sitcoms are out anymore. Um, young Sheldon. I don't think young, young Sheldon is ever going to try to do this. What about Mash? Is that a show? Like a reunion, like a Mash reunion. Uh, yeah. Who's still alive from that show? Like all in the family. <laughs> so Rob Reiner. Who or, like the, or like the honeymooners. <laughs> like if the honeymooners did a, a call-in show. That'd be perfect. A call-in show. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it. And, yeah. uh, I want to, to get, get a, a fresh response to an episode get it out to the world even uh you know hopefully by the time this posts and people are able to subscribe over at our our fireside page parks and conversations.fireside.fm um or apple or spotify um all of those um you can find us there and if you're listening to this you found us somehow tell your friends rate and review all of those things are the best way to spread the news about parks and conversation like a virus. Yes. We want to go viral in a good way. Amen. You don't even have to wash <laughs> your hands after you listen to the podcast. Yeah. I mean, you might want to like get a Q-tip and just kind of swap out your ear holes, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you do. So, all right. Well, all cool, right. man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, taking some time today. And yeah. uh, Jeremy, I will see you someday, somehow. Sounds good. I look forward to that. Stay safe out there. I will stay safe in here. So, because I can't go anywhere. As you should. All right. Cool. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.